The Daily 202's Big Idea is sponsored by T. Rowe Price. Check out The Confident Wallet, a personal finance podcast series by T. Rowe Price and the Washington Post Brand Studio. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning. I'm James Holman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Friday, January 19th. In today's news, President Trump is fuming at his chief of staff. The president's personal lawyer created a shell company to funnel hush money to an apparent mistress. And the administration is creating a new civil rights office to protect religious freedom. Could it lead to discrimination? But first, the big idea. With a government shutdown looming, the blame game begins. The House passed a short-term spending bill Thursday night to keep the government running, but Senate Democrats have enough votes to defeat the measure today. Almost 40 Senate Democrats and two Senate Republicans say they won't support the funding bill, leaving it short of the votes it needs to advance. As a result, unless there's a last-minute breakthrough, which is still possible, there will be a partial government shutdown at midnight. Republican leaders who have long been on the defensive against claims that they were failing to govern are emboldened. They have not laid out a plan B to pursue if the House bill is rejected. Their plan right now is to point fingers at the Democrats. Public and private polling is giving both sides something to hang their hat on if the federal government shuts down. For Democrats, surveys show that more Americans will blame Trump and the GOP because they're in charge. For Republicans, the numbers indicate that in conservative states, the blame would shift to Democrats, especially because the public perceives that the immigration issue, especially the protection of the Dreamers, is the reason for this impasse. That's significant because 10 Democratic senators are up for re-election this year in states Trump won. The reality is that public opinion would probably fall somewhere in between. That means the public could lose too, because neither side will have a strong incentive to surrender. That raises the possibility of a prolonged shutdown of government services. Bigger picture, the impasse is raising deeper questions one year into the Trump administration about the GOP capacity to govern. Never before in U.S. history has the government experienced a furlough of federal employees when a single political party controls both the White House and Congress. While Democrats criticized Republicans for failing to do what was necessary to win their support to keep the government open, even some Republican lawmakers acknowledge that there's been a profound breakdown in how Washington is run. Unlike Almost any president or administration before him, Trump has fanned the flames of a shutdown. For example, he's repeatedly mused about the prospects of halting federal operations. He said at one point last year that the government, quote, needs a good shutdown to teach Democrats a lesson. His aides have not hashed out a broader spending agreement with GOP leaders or Democrats. And the White House and Republicans have remained split on how much money to appropriate for the military. Trump also isn't really working that closely with his own party. He sent a tweet on Thursday morning suggesting that he doesn't want an extension of the children's health insurance program tied to a spending bill in order to win support from Democrats. That's been a central part of the GOP strategy to get Democrats on board this week. Republican lawmakers and aides scrambled to decipher the president's intentions. And once again, Speaker Paul Ryan had to get on the phone with him to clarify matters. Hours later, the White House put out a statement confirming that Trump indeed supported the bill as it stood. The fiasco surrounding a potential shutdown has gotten to the point now where Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, who normally holds his cards pretty close to the vest, telegraphed deep frustration with Trump during a news conference on Wednesday. He said that the president hasn't yet indicated what he's willing to sign and not willing to sign, saying, quote, as soon as we figure out what he's for, then I would be convinced that we're not just spinning our wheels. Meanwhile, 
The president's top liaison to Capitol Hill said Congress is entirely to blame if there's a shutdown. He said Congress altogether, not Republicans or Democrats, but everyone in Congress. Expect more of this kind of sniping if the impasse is not broken by midnight. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, Trump is fuming at White House Chief of Staff John Kelly for saying that his views on immigration were, quote, uninformed during the 2016 campaign and that there won't actually be a border wall across the length of the border. The president's associates say that Trump thought Kelly made him seem like a child who needs to be managed. He also thought Kelly's comments made it seem like he was giving in to the Democrats. The president was particularly offended by the word uninformed, our sources tell us, especially since he was characterized as both not intelligent and pretty flighty in that recently released book by Michael Wolff. Number two, Trump's personal attorney used a private Delaware shell company to pay former adult film star Stormy Daniels $130,000 in hush money ahead of the election, according to a new report in the Wall Street Journal. Corporate documents show that the lawyer, Michael Cohen, established the company in October 2016 and used a bank account linked to the entity to send a payment to the account of the lawyer representing the woman. Both parties used pseudonyms to further mask their identities. Number three, the Department of Health and Human Services announced the creation of a new civil rights division. That division has been tasked primarily with protecting health care workers who decline to participate in care that violates their religious convictions. The initiative represents the administration's latest effort to elevate religious liberty claims when such personal beliefs come into conflict with priorities like access to medical care. Conservative groups, particularly those opposed to abortion, celebrated this move. Critics warn that it could lead to discrimination on the basis of sex as well as gender identity and sexual orientation when healthcare workers refuse to treat people. And that's The Daily 202 for Friday, January 19th. Thanks so much for listening. I'm James Holman, and I'll talk to you on Monday.